You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. And this is Awakened Wellness with your host, Ruby, transformational life coach, yoga practitioner, and the queen of happiness. Sharing her unique brand of functional, logical, and life-changing wisdom to help you achieve an aligned, balanced, and vibrant body, mind, and soul. Thrive, not just survive. And now, your host, Ruby. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Awakened Wellness. Um, You can find me um, at www.everydayloamagic.com. Um, in case you want to have a more personal one-on-one conversation. Um, Today, we're actually talking about how do we create a focused practice? Um, Why is it that we struggle when we start something new or we find something that is beneficial to us? And um, we move towards it, but we find that either we abandon it or it doesn't work or we just aren't able to get the results um, that we hope for when we actually start a new practice or develop a new habit. So we're going to try and explore why is it so difficult for people to stick to um, a new, any new changes that we try and, and make. Now, raise your hand if, um, if you've ever tried to change a habit, incorporate a, a, you know, something that is beneficial to you in life. Someone has told you about it or you heard about it or you read about it and they said, well, you know, if you try this and this, uh, it will really make a huge difference. And you, you know, you got excited and you understood what needs to be done. Um, you got all the gear or maybe all the supplies and you began. Now, how many of us have done it? Raise your hand. And I know I can't see you, but um, I'm sure that mentally, most of us, in fact, all of us would be like nodding our head and say, yeah, I've been there. Um, and a lot of us might be um, adding to that mental note saying, oh, the number of times that I have tried to change this habit or that habit, I think, you know, I've lost count um, and I don't seem to be too good at it. Um, so. So as you can as you can tell that a lot of us have been through that experience or probably are living through a very similar experience right now. So w- what happens? Let's let's understand the the mindset or the process that most of us experience when we try change a new habit. So um, let let me take an example of meditation. Now. A lot of people that I know, either online or face-to-face, have given meditation a shot. Um, And the reason they do that is because they have either read or they they have either seen on TV or maybe, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend. um, They have all expressed the great benefits and the clarity and the... Um, and and the, the 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 turning around in health, um, and just the overall sense of upliftment 
um, that these people have experienced using meditation. So obviously that in, intrigues us. Uh, we would want to feel that uplifting energy. We would want to be energetic all the time. We would want to be uh, focused and um, driven. Um, and if meditation is able to give that, yeah, sure. I mean, why why wouldn't a sane person try it? And that's how most of us um, have heard of meditation and have willing have willingly given it a shot. So. We hear about meditation, and the first thing we do is Google the closest workshop or the closest studio that gives us um, has has workshops or provides classes on meditation. And we're all super excited. Uh, we're in the seventh heaven. We feel great. We're anticipating these awesome results, and we can't wait till all of this starts unfolding. Um, so far, so good, right? Um, we we make all our plans. We we probably go to the mall, get get us some you know cute um, yoga pants and loose clothes, or probably we had something from years ago and we like take it out of the closet or in a suitcase, which is like tucked away, um, and wash it, press it, and yeah, this time it's going to be different. I'm going to you know really tap into this this energy that meditation gives and this technique that meditation is, and it's really going to be different. Um, I'm super excited. I tell my partner, my husband, uh, or my family, you know, this is what I'm going to try. I can't wait. I've signed up, and it's like two times a week. Um, and, yeah, so we at this point in time are ecstatic. We are so sure that this is what, going to really make that difference is going to make that change and uh, so from there we go ahead and we attend the workshop right go to the classes we go to the studio we sit there and any kind of meditation I mean whether it's guided this that chakra meditation whatever we sit through the meditation and throughout the process you know we try it once we try it the second time, we go to the third class. By the time the fourth class comes around, we just have these conversations in our head. You know, I go to this class, everybody has these peaceful, has this really peaceful look on their face. They seem to be really getting it. And look at me, I can't sit still, let alone keep my mind still um, and stay present. I have, you know, all of these thoughts in my head I can't you know sit in one place I'm feeling restless and everybody around me seems to be getting it and I'm not getting it and by the time the fifth or the sixth class comes around we're done I mean we are ready to start the next level of the process which is starting to make excuses why you don't have the time today, just today, to attend the class, you know, the, the workshop. Um, and we start finding reasons. Oh, I have this much work, or I have all these emails to check, or I better finish these aspects of, of the house, um, you know, housework before the kids get home, 
or oh it's my it's my friend she's visiting out of town and you know I won't see her for maybe months together and who knows maybe years together so I have to just you know spend as much time as I can with her it could be um any number of reasons that um we start making up and and we're pretty good at making up excuses as as we all have experienced if we really want we can come up with a hundred excuses why i don't want to go for these classes anymore and um yeah and then over time you've attended maybe one class a week and then give it some more time maybe you've attended a class uh, a month and slowly but surely we've dropped the whole idea and then when people ask us well how's your meditation going like um how's that practice going in and then we have again a list of reasons so you know i couldn't sit my back was uncomfortable my knees ache and the studio wasn't cool enough or the studio did not have these chairs and they made us sit on the ground or the pillows were dirty or yeah the room was kind of stuffy or i really tried and i couldn't get my mind to it um maybe that kind of meditation is not for me i have to look at another type of meditation and so on and so forth yeah i've i've been there i've experienced it and we do this with practically any new habit that we try to incorporate don't we staying focused um seems to be um a very prominent a very um persistent uh challenge that most people most people have so what is it what makes us move away from continuing a practice what makes us move away from um doing and practicing this new habit long enough so that we can experience the benefit like really get the things moving really get the energy flowing um and really give it sufficient time for our experiences to change for us to manifest um things that we desire and would like to see in our reality this is probably a, you know a question that i get asked a lot um can you tell me how i can stay focused and i always say this initially my initial thoughts about staying focused to anybody is that if you are trying to bring focus um into your practice or whatever it is you're doing you're approaching it the wrong way remember in law of attraction we talk about what you resist persists and often very often when we are trying to bring focus into something um we are coming from a place of lack which means they're very aware that I don't have focus. And so uh we try this, we push our minds, we you know um really 
do all the type of techniques to just say to ourselves, focus, 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 focus. And soon we find that we get into this space where all we're doing is trying to pull focus from here, focus from there, focus from this person, that person. We see a stranger uh, in a coffee shop and that person seems very focused. All we want, all we're thinking in our head is, well, how can I get some of that? I want to pull that energy um, towards me. So it seems to me that most of us, anyone trying to, you're you're probably going about it the wrong way. What you need to do really is try and get completely involved and immerse yourself in the practice. That should be the push behind um, anything that you're doing. It shouldn't be, the push shouldn't be to bring in focus and then the practice would work. It is having the mindset, having, having carrying the energy of being involved. If you are deeply, deeply involved in something, focus will come naturally. There is no other way for it. I mean, let me give you an example. When we, when you were in, when you were a teenager, or maybe you were in college, and you saw this really cute guy, or you saw this really cute girl, um, and you are fascinated, you are fascinated by this being, right? Think about that time. Did anyone have to remind you to stay focused on that guy or girl? <laughs> Probably not, right? That person um, and their schedule and what they're saying and what they're wearing, where they're going to be next, that person's entire existence was always on your mind. Um, Because you were completely immersed, completely vested, completely invested in this person. Um, And so you didn't have to remind yourself, hey, Ruby, stay focused. That's the cute guy that you like. Um, no, you don't. Um, you you'll see that um, you'll see that in any basically any part of your life. Like I was I was talking to uh, another uh, fellow co-creator the other day, and we were talking about um, how her six-year-old, seven-year-old, I think, yeah, seven-year-old. Just um, isn't into reading his uh, textbooks, his school books, and he's okay with the homework. Like he enjoys the homework. Um, you give him a math problem and he solve it. You want to sit and try and do something. Um, but when it comes to writing reports, which means that they have to read a certain section or a certain chapter in the book. And then write an opinion piece, um, kind of, but write a report basically on what they have studied or what they've learned. The reading part, the the actual um, going through of the textbook seems to be a challenge. Like, and she she told me that you know he's so good at his his work and he he does relatively well in school. We have no complaints, but you know I've noticed that he doesn't like to read and he just he can't sit there and finish um reading his textbooks um 
how do I how do I incorporate those changes? How do I get him to focus on that textbook and focus on that reading? And um, she, I don't know if she liked the answer that I gave because I gave her the same answer. There's nothing wrong with the context of the textbook, the contents of the textbook. There's very good information. There's interesting information. And for children, that's information that they don't already know um, and there's lots to discover. But somehow the textbooks are not the best presentation tools to give all of that knowledge. So children, some of them at least, are not vested, are not involved because the textbook is not a two-way street um, and they're not completely immersed and involved with, with the textbook that is in front of them. So they don't feel like um, sitting there and then for hours and reading it. But I pointed out to her that, you know, the fact that if you give your child a pen and paper and you give him a math problem or give him a report to write, or if you tell him, okay, write how you feel, he is able to do that. He's doing that successfully. That's because um, that is more engaging. He's able to immerse himself. It's almost like a live exchange, you know, find X in math. That's what they do, right? Find X. It's an immersive kind of a two-way street where he's actually doing something, thinking, doing, feeling, knowing, um, and that involvement is what keeps his focus, and which is why he can go hours completing um, assignments on paper, maybe struggling reading these huge textbooks. And that's true for all of us, um, even, even no matter what age you are, if you become invested Involved. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> something rang through. Um, so any age, this is what we will experience. Um, you know, in yoga, um, yoga students always uh, are reminded of this particular uh, uh, mindset that we must cultivate that for one who is unwavering in their intention, liberation cannot be denied. Now that's that's really the key to um, uh, that's really the key that's really the underlying principle that I'm discussing right now, which is. If you are unwavering in your intentions, you aren't running helter-skelter, looking for new ways, new things, um, you know what your purpose is, you know what you're after, you know the benefits uh, that you want to achieve. And every single action, every single thought is one-pointedness, um, completely immersed in achieving that particular intention, that is what is called as unwavering. And if you move through life unwavering, focused on where it is that you have to be, um, the results, liberation, the, the fruits uh, have to come. They will manifest. They will, uh, uh, you know, you will create that in your 
um, reality and you will experience those uh, getting deeply involved. Now, the, the next question that might come in your mind and which is a question that gets asked often as well as a follow-up question is, well, how do I become unwavering? Unwavering is fine. Okay, I can, I can see that. But how do I know that my intention or what I'm after or the purpose that I'm after or the technique that I'm about to uh, practice or the, the habit that I'm trying to de- develop, um, that it is the right one for me? How do I know that? Because there's so much information today, isn't there? I mean, um, today you might read this health benefit using this technique. Tomorrow morning, the you know, you'll get another blog or maybe the TV will run a study that they have found obese benefits using this other technique. Information that's coming to us, all these different ways that uh, that that you know, success can be found or all these different people who've used these multiple ways and have found success. Um, So it can get quite challenging to know what is the right intention? What is my right purpose? What What is the purpose or the intention that is for me? So we're going to talk about how do we know the true intention, the true purpose, how How do you decide? Um, But before that, we're going to take a short break. You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. And we're back. The question we're going to answer is the follow-up question. How do I know my purpose? How do I know that what I'm about to do or the direction I'm heading is the right thing for me. To that, um, the simplest and the most practical and the clearest thing that I can offer is each of us will experience at some point, if you're doing any kind of spiritual work, any kind of energy work, if you are a deliberate creator and you're doing all of these practices to get clarity, there will be a point in time where you will achieve that clarity. At that moment, you're crystal clear. You have that experience. You're clear. You can see what it is. You can see how it's going to turn out. And you are joyful and blissful in that experience, in that knowing. Whatever you have seen or known during those moments, the purpose that you have felt um, and the intention that has um, come forth in your presence as a knowing of, yes, this is the direction you're heading, that's what needs to be remembered at all points in time. In clarity, remember, you are economic, you are connected, you are aligned. And the information that comes forth during those moments, um, comes through without any kind of dilution. And so in your um, in those states of mind, in, in those states of being, when your purpose comes through, when you come out of those states of being, that intention, that purpose is the one that you should stick to. No matter how painful it can be, 
no matter how silly it might look that is what you want to be unwavering about so you know the mind is habituated it has a habit of wavering today this tomorrow that you know forget today and tomorrow you know in the morning this in the evening that um you know and in the state of wavering it throws up so many different solutions so many different suggestions um uh, you know and, and thoughts and possible actions that seem to be pulling you in and what happens is that if you follow your mind when you are in that state of uh, that state of being you'll always be moving in different directions um you know i remember an example i had heard in one of the talks that um the world is round right if your intention is to go around the world just travel one circle around the world all you have to do is know the direction pick a direction and start walking start traveling and eventually no matter whether you you pass cold climates hot climates rainy seasons or uh, you know uphill downhill whatever no matter what comes your way eventually if you're unwavering and you stick with your direction you are going to travel around the world if you start your journey right in one direction and then something comes up and you get distracted by something on your left and you take the left and you start walking and you take the right because something else seems interesting and you start walking um that's a different challenge altogether because you're not going to reach your intentions you're not going to reach your purpose because you keep changing direction and then all your life you're going to end up changing direction that's what happens in real life as well you want to change this habit okay great you want to get these benefits okay great so you find this technique you start on it it becomes difficult or one day your mind is not cooperating so you either stop or you go on google again and you say okay this is my mind is not cooperating this technique is okay fine but is there something else and then you find something else and so tomorrow start another technique again to change the same habit to get the same result but now tomorrow it's a different technique you get excited about it you start uh you, you try it and then something else comes up or someone else in a conversation says oh you know i tried this 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 for this habit and this benefit and i got it so quickly and then that becomes tempting and so on and so forth it will be a never ending um quest if you continue to change continue to just jump from one or another without to without having that one direction without having that one point of view remember the one who is unwavering in intention liberation cannot be denied whatever habits you are trying to change whatever things you are trying to manifest whatever experiences reality you're trying to uh, create a stick to your intentions stick to your purpose stick to your goal and if you bring that involvement if you bring that passion you bring that 
engagement into whatever it is you're doing, focus on a practice is not a problem. And the way to know that you are following the right path, your path, your unique path is by sticking to the intention or purpose or um, action that has come to you when you were in a state of being, when you were absolutely clear, when you're absolutely connected, aligned, that is your purpose and that is what you need to follow. I do hope that this, is, this particular episode has given you something to think about. Um, relook at what you, do you do uh, at present. Is your focus um, there, not there? Is your, are your actions um, unwavering or not? And thirdly, are your intentions the same intentions that you got when you were absolutely clear, absolutely joyous, absolutely If you have these three contemplated and figured out, you are going to find no issues with maintaining focus in your practice because focus is a byproduct of all these two things. I look forward to hearing from you. You can find me at everydayloamagic.com or use my handle socially ruby either on Instagram or Twitter and you can connect with me and we can have some more delicious exchanges. Till the next time, happy manifesting everyone. You're listening to Reimagined Radio. Real talk, real life, real magic. 